0: Hi, Pat the podcast editor here. Have you ever bought anything from your favourite YouTuber or influencer? Then you, my friend, have fallen into the trap of a creator-led
1: business. In this podcast, we're going to kind of break down and give some examples of creator-led businesses and why they're the future and and what that actually means to marketers and business owners listening. In
0: a world where influencers are influencing the masses, Dan does a deep dive into the effectiveness of running a creator-led business.
1: Like if there's no sign that's going to show you that
0: creator-led business is the future, that this is the sign. And I think a lot of industries are probably quite scared because it's showing, oh, hang on, they don't necessarily need us anymore to do this, which is... Yeah, a big shift. And Dan reveals everything on his Christmas list
1: this year. A new chocolate bar Kylie Cosmetics, vodka $1 billion, and Kim Kardashian. So, there you have it. Next time you go to buy the newest salt and pepper shaker your favourite
0: influencer put their name on, ask yourselves, do I really want this, or am I falling into the trap of a creator-led business? This is episode 117 of the
1: Business Anchors podcast.
0: We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors Podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. What is a creator-led business and why are they the future? So traditionally, a normal
1: business is built where a founder discovers a certain problem and believes they can solve that problem better than the solutions already out there on the Mm -hmm. market. So they create this solution, either a product or a service, and then they, once they've created that, they go out to the world and try to build an audience of people who give a shit enough about that solution to buy it. Yep. That's a traditional kind okay. of business route. Got it. So it's important to understand that. The creator led business route is where a creator. So think of like a YouTuber or a TikToker or someone who's creating content and who and has an audience, you know, it could be a blogger starts by having that audience And then does things the other way around. So they then work backwards to either partner with a company to create some kind of product or service for their audience or develop their own product to sell to the audience that they've already built. Does that make sense? Yeah, got it. So it's like the opposite way around of of starting a business. And, And the reason it's so effective is because the really hard part about running a successful business is to actually... Build an audience of people who give enough of a
0: shit to buy your product. Mm. That's the hard part. So is this episode just for like TikTokers and YouTube? You know, it's all it's all just girls lip syncing, isn't it? No, no, you're wrong there, Lloyd.
1: No, it's, it's, it's not just for TikTokers and YouTubers. Oh. If you work in the marketing space, which a lot of people do who listen to this podcast, it's really important to understand the direction that companies are going. Mm hmm. Um, and this podcast, we're going to kind of break down and give some examples of creator-led businesses and why they're the future and and what that actually means to marketers and business owners listening. Because, yeah, we need to make this
0: useful to people rather yeah. than just talk about creators. So before we get into why sort of marketers should care about this and people in business should care about this, why do you, why do we think that it is the future? Well, by looking at
1: history... By looking at like what's already started to happen. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just something I've kind of plucked out of thin air and thought, yeah, that's the future. It's it's what I've seen happening. So so to give you some examples, if do you know the Sidemen, Lloyd? I know the Sidemen, yes. So yes. The Sidemen are a group of YouTubers led by KSI, who most people have heard of. Yeah. Um, and they create regular videos and they've built up millions and millions of subscribers across YouTube and other platforms they're a prime example of how creators are building businesses around their audiences. So they've, over the last sort of six to 12 months, they've started to bring out new products um, for their audiences. So I don't know if you've seen, um, they've brought out a vodka brand. Yeah. Um, They've brought out uh, sides, which is like a sort of takeaway business. They've even got like their own trading cards. Have you
0: seen any of this stuff online? Yeah, well, I thought it was interesting with the vodka. So a few years back when basically they were kids and teenagers (laughs) and their audience were kids, um, I suppose it was kind of like, well, where's the potential here to have a business with a creator led business cuz when your audience are children mm. they probably don't have much money but it's interesting i found it interesting with them how they've grown with their audience now now their audience a lot of their audience are adults and now they're like selling vodka and got this successful business with that yeah. it's quite interesting to see how how they've been very clever as creators with their audience and then uh yeah these different revenue streams and businesses yeah. that are smashing it
1: and it just it just seems
0: like the
1: logical approach so you were asking like why why is this the future if you think of all of the time it takes for a new company to build that audience and that trust with that audience to eventually then have built that up enough to sell them something Mm -hmm. this is flipping that on its head there's no waiting time because creators have already invested a huge amount of time and effort in producing videos and Content in general on these platforms that have already built that trust with their customers, like, oh, sorry, not their customers, their their audience or their subscribers, their audience are just waiting for them to suggest products. Mm. And this is like when influencer marketing came about, this was the start of that where brands realized like, oh, that creator has 100,000 people who watch them every week, who trust them. We're just going to give them our product to sell and give them like commission or an affiliate fee. Mm. Now creators are getting clever and they're cutting out the middleman. Yeah, They're not just getting the affiliate fee. They're developing an, the products. It's their business. And, they're yeah. getting the
0: whole piece of the pie. Yeah.
1: Interestingly though, I, uh, there's kind of some creators that are sort of pulling the wool over people's eyes. So so for example, Prime. Mm. If you're into YouTube and that kind of space, you would have heard of Prime. Prime is Logan Paul and KSI's drinks brand that they brought out. And all of the messaging that I've seen and everything communicated online is like, this is Logan Paul and KSI's new drink, Prime.
0: They've got this drink. And when you think about it logically, like when have they ever been drinks experts? Also, it's yeah, it's, it's not like... a a company approached them and said we want to do this and yes yeah i think that would be a surprise to most of the audience that it's not it wasn't their business like we want to do this they they certainly had input with how it's gone and stuff but Mm. and i assume they now have a certain they'll have a percentage percentage but yeah it wasn't their Mm. company that they started but i think this this is also
1: an important point because that's also clever Mm. because because what needs to happen for these creator-led businesses to be a success? They can't just be shit products or services. Yeah. Like if you've never developed a drink and you're just like, I'll make a drink and try and do something in your parents' kitchen, mm. it's not going to be as good as a proper company that's like been doing it for years. So actually partnering with these experts and brands is a good idea because then you're, you're using their expertise combined with your audience. But I, I, I think the... The even better route, if you can get to this, if you're a creator, is to get to a point where you are developing your own products and services that are really aligned with your your audience's interests. Yeah. So for example, um, there's Casper uh, Lee. Do you remember him? He was like yeah. a YouTuber. Yeah. Um, grew on YouTube and he was like f- in the group of like Alfie Days and Zoella and that kind mm-hmm. of thing, like way back when yeah. YouTube started. He now has an influencer marketing agency with a guy called Ben Jeffries. It's actually like their company. They're not like partnering with someone. They started that and founded that. And I guess their experience in the influencer world because they were influencers themselves and they've done brand deals and that kind of thing. They've brought that expertise to actually develop their own company that's really aligned with their skills and that kind of thing. Um, so that that's the kind of two routes you can do- go down or, or that creators are going down, partnering with experts like KSR and Logan Paul with Prime and then the creator is kind of the poster boy or girl of that mm-hmm. brand or developing it yourself. That's the kind of two routes that, that the creators are going down. Interesting.
0: And mm. um, I've seen, uh, I know you spoke about Sidemen, but there's like Mr. Beast, uh, Is he's like, what probably the biggest creator yeah. on the planet at the moment? Yeah, but um, he's opening up restaurants and like loads mm. of different things, and he he's like they're starting to talk about billions with Mr. Beast rather yeah. than millions financially. Like it's
1: yeah. So th- there's just been a, uh, a a TikTok video that's gone viral that Gary Vee's also responded to, um, where Mr. B, and Mr. Beast has actually said he's been offered a billion dollars for his sort of empire. Um, and he said he wouldn't take anything less than ten billion dollars for people to, to to sell his sort of whole businesses and his brand, That's which crazy, is mental. Isn't it?
0: That is amazing.
1: And and even Gary V, like I think it's yesterday, did a did a sort of duet with it, saying he thinks ten billion is too little to sell that. Mm. He's like that is a, that would be a bargain if you bought his empire for ten billion because of what he's built up. Um, Like and this this is like here's an example of the power of creator-led brands. Mr. Beast starts a chocolate brand called Feastables, Mm -hmm. right? He sells ten million dollars worth of chocolate, like a brand new brand, just sells ten million dollars worth of chocolate. Um, He also starts up his burger, uh, like Beast Burger, Mm. restaurant chain. Um, thing and he sold sold ten thousand. No, sorry, no, sorry. He got ten thousand people in a um, not a supermarket. What's it called? Like an indoor.
0: Uh, uh, I know, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm going <laughs> oh, no. to listen an indoor what? Then? A
1: shopping center. Right. Okay. Sorry, can't think of it. <laughs> he 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 launched his first uh, in-person kind of restaurant for his burger brand. 10,000 10, plus fans went to that to that
0: shopping center in America. It's just to buy his burgers it's, it's almost like it's what every business dreams of. So you just have to make sure you're <laughs> doing a good thing mm. in your business, mm. and then you click your fingers and you've got thousands of yeah. customers on day one. Yeah. And so if if that thing's good enough, if the burgers are good enough, if the chocolate's good enough, obviously mm. they they will be customers you retain, yeah. or yeah. enough of them will be. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just, it's such a unique place to be. Mm. One of the biggest challenges for businesses, it's not only doing that good thing, having that good product or service, it's getting enough customers. Yeah. It's a huge challenge that people take years and invest millions of pounds to get there. And from these creators, they have that Mm. audience where they just go click the fingers. Okay, put put our social posts out, announce it. And now we, oh, we already have 100,000 customers. And it's a proven model.
1: Like many, many creators are doing this. If you think of Kylie Jenner, mm-hmm. you know, the like the Kim Kardashian sister, yeah. she started Kylie Cosmetics, which is now worth over a billion dollars or been um, valued over a billion dollars. Kim Kardashian started a clothing brand, Skims, now valued over $2.8 billion. Mm. Like it is absolutely mental. You've got, we mentioned the Sidemen earlier. The Sidemen did, recently did a charity football match. Mm-hmm. Did you see that yeah. online? Yeah. So they did a charity football match. They had two point six million concurrent viewers online on that football match. Like a group of teenagers who started a YouTube channel had two point six million people watching their charity football match. They had twenty seven thousand live fans in the stadium yeah. that had bought tickets to go and watch this football game, and they raised over a million pounds for charity. And these, like, if there's no sign that's yeah. going to show you that. Creator-led business of the
0: future, yeah. that this is the sign. These creators and businesses around them now are realising they can do it without the traditional methods. So that previously would have had to be on BBC and mm-hmm. had uh, mm-hmm. the BBC kind of production around them to make that happen. Yeah. And it would have had to have these traditional TV celebrities on the mic and that kind of thing. These creators are now realising they they have just as much, if not more, Pulling power with their audiences to do the same thing without those traditional yeah. ways, and I think a lot of industries are probably quite scared because it's showing. Oh, hang on, they don't necessarily need us anymore to do this. Exactly, which is yeah a big
1: shift. And I think it, like if you're listening to this and you're not a YouTuber or TikTok, TikToker, oh, TikToker. You're clean on, TikTok-er. If you're not a YouTuber or a TikTok or a creator, this is still super relevant to you if you're a marketer because it's so important to understand the future of of businesses surviving is that they need to be a content-led business. Mm. And, and this is why um, big brands are like uh, acquiring content companies um, because it's easier. Like, and this is what I, uh, in terms of what's going to happen in the future, I can see brands literally acquiring creator brands. You know, like we just mentioned about Mr. Beast selling his empire yeah. for a billion or 10 billion. In the future, I can see, you know, mcdonald's
0: buying mr beast's empire Mm. or uh, nike do you think when those deals are done there will be like that that creator will have to stay within it to make it success as in in a decade do you think mr beast has to be at the face of these businesses to make them still valuable or do you think actually they could get big enough where he can remove himself from the situation. St- they still hold that value. I
1: think he can re- remove remove himself from the situation and still hold the value. If you think of like Tim Cook with Apple or Richard mm. Branson with Virgin, they started out being the big personalities, mm. but the company is still hugely successful. Do um, you mean Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs. Yeah. Sorry. Tim Steve Cook's Jobs. The, the new guy. Well, yeah. He's not really
0: new anyway. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's still yeah.
1: pretty big. big but yeah, yeah. Same, same sort of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, or Elon Musk, like mm. Tesla's still huge. It's not just because of him. But I guess that is a good point. If, if they completely go out of this situation, would that, I, I can imagine it having a negative impact. Mm.
0: I think though over time, I think it's something you can do gradually over time. In a decade, like that chocolate company is going to have a life of its own without Mr. Beast mm. needing to. Be the face of it. Do you know what I mean? So say he grows it to the second biggest chocolate company in the world, Mm. that then has a life of its own. And people at that stage, it's at a scale where people buy it not knowing who Mr. Beast is. Yes. Then it has that life cycle beyond the creator. Yeah.
1: And this is why I really I think this is this is so important for companies in terms of focusing resource into building themselves up as creators. Mm -hmm. Right. Because if you think about it, what's going to give you uh, long-term security as a company is having an audience because no matter what happens in the world, let's say, you know, for for our our video and social media marketing agency, let's say there's some kind of technology advancement, which means no one needs video or social media anymore. If we've got an audience of people that we've built up who like listening to business anchors or who like hearing our thoughts on marketing and advertising, they're going to stick around no matter how our business evolves. Mm-hmm. We could, you know, um, diversify into doing something completely different, but we've all, we've got that core audience of people who care about us, and that's why I think brands need to be doing the same.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So how? What What do you think people should actually be doing? So as marketers or mm. or people within brands, what? How can we start going in this direction? Creating content at a good level. I right. think that that sounds mm. like such like basic advice,
1: but I still think there's a huge amount of brands that are underestimating how much they should be investing in creating content that's building an audience. Mm. It's kind of like a side box ticking exercise. You know, we've got our, you know, even companies that have a decent customer base, they're like ticking over. Those are the ones that are at risk. If -hmm. they haven't built up that audience of people who give a shit about them, if something changes with technology, like think about um, like Blockbuster, Mm -hmm. when things shifted and Netflix came about they just completely died but if they had built well I suppose if they, they had an audience of people but they just didn't want to kind of shift what they were offering mm-hmm. there's that story of them uh, was it Netflix offered to buy yeah. Blockbuster and they were like oh, no no everyone's going to want to keep going yeah. into video stores And yeah. do you ever
0: remember going into a video into a video store yeah we used to do it all the time <laughs> as kids do you remember there was that one called Apollo <laughs> yeah mm. That was good, and then I remember over the years, it's funny. Then obviously people stopped renting DVDs and stuff, and like half of it became just a a a corner corner shop, shop and half. (laughs) And then there was just it was just a corner shop with loads of DVDs one side, (laughs) wasn't it? And then it was a uh, they got a really good idea, made it an internet cafe, just as they were dying out. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and now it's it's back to being a premier shop, I think. Yeah, Apollo was good though. Um, Mm. Uh, Do you remember we hired a Bugs Life on on videotape? Yeah, never take it our, back. Our machine like chewed it up. <laughs> <laughs> what a VHF? That. VHS player? VHF? VHS player, yeah. Yeah. Uh. I, I, well, we've gone off a bit. Um, so I I suppose is this this creator business mm. is this in a way this podcast that we do? Mm. So we don't we don't have like our business branding or anything. Mm. It's not it's not called like the the Knowlton yeah. podcast. But is this kind of partially what you're saying, like an angle people could have in their businesses, as in we are um, the owners of our business Mm. and we are doing this podcast to become creators and build that audience. So I think think there's different ways of looking at this.
1: So there's the approach of looking at employees of a company Mm -hmm. and how this can help them. So I would be working on building my personal brand and my presence and building an audience as an employee because no matter what, direction you're going in it's going to be valuable to have an audience of people who watch and listen to what you do over time that yeah. could help you get new job opportunities that could help you create your own business to to, to sell mm-hmm. products and services to that audience so there's that that angle the other angle is if you run a company already it's about having that creator mentality of we're going to produce content that people keep coming back and watching and it could be you know thinking about um certain personalities in your company that you can get mm-hmm. on camera like the goat vlog that um they do the GOAT agency yeah. the goat agency vlog you know they have certain characters within the company and mm-hmm. you kind of are bought into their vlog because you've kind of following those characters along yeah. it's about having that mindset of a of a kind of of a creator um and focusing more resource into actually producing decent quality content not just the boring like Case study video. I suppose that's the challenge, isn't it? People actually have to put time and effort into this. Yes. And
0: potentially money.
1: And it's a long-term approach mm. again, mm. which again
0: will will scare
1: most people watching and listening. To this,
0: it's like, oh no, it will take longer than a few I weeks. Mean, probably so after we're... a year of Mr. Beast, he he wouldn't get offered more than five hundred quid for his empire. If you know. What yeah. I mean. Exactly. It, it's it is a long-term approach, isn't it? Where you build mm. the audience, and that audience becomes more and more value. It's just v- like this is more meta. more value, <laughs> valuable. Yeah. So this, this is meta. So this, this podcast, Business Anchors, we
1: it, it took us, I think it must have been about two years of doing this podcast before one of the most well-known um, like tech companies, Adobe Express, sponsored it. Mm. So it took us two years of doing a weekly podcast every week before we'd built up enough credibility to yeah. have someone, a company like that, want to pay us to sponsor the podcast mm. right yeah so it, things like that take time it's just having the patience to
0: to actually getting the results nice good insight to creator-led businesses any other important things to note dan would you say i guess the final thing is just
1: to to note that um the product or service actually needs to be good like i <laughs> I, I can envision creators trying like this this whole um this whole uh, pattern of creators coming up with businesses happening but they're being shit ones as well yeah because they're yeah people will see other creators like mr beast and Side. Like, oh they're kind of products we should do the same but the big focus should be actually coming up with and this is why partnering with experts and mm-hmm. other companies probably is a
0: good idea if you're not the reason we're talking about mr beast and the sidemen because they're the best at it they mm-hmm. are genuinely really good business people making really good decisions and putting in the time and the work to make sure those businesses around them are providing high quality products and services i think any creator with an audience can can sell you merch you know Mm -hmm. that's how it kind of started and how they realized they could make money Mm. outside of their content creation It's like, oh we can sell t-shirts with our brand on it and anyone can do that and a lot of people have done that and not really sold much at all over time because they're like this is a quick i can make a quick buck here Mm. i can sell t-shirts and it doesn't matter how good they are because they're just going to buy them yeah and i think creators have are going to be regretting that because they've lost that purchasing power. Their Mm. audience no longer trusts them. Whereas if your products you're actually selling are always good, Mm. it almost builds it. The more you sell to them, the more they're going to buy like Mr. Beast every time. So they bought some of the chocolate and they're like, this is actually the best chocolate. Then they've gone to Beast Burger and be like, this is actually like the best Mm. burger i ever had. And so the next business he comes out with, Mm. it's even more likely people are going to buy from him. Yeah um whereas that those people that just want to make some money quick yeah you you they're going to do it once and then they the the purchase power of the audience is going to mm. decrease because it's gonna exactly. be like well i don't trust this yeah. guy anymore
1: the creators that do it well will have longevity mm. the ones that actually focus and rather than trying to make a quick buck or just selling merch or whatever actually thinking like what problems do my audience have? My hundred thousand subscribers or my 10 million subscribers, what does that group of problems that that group of people have? And how can I either come up with a solution or partner with a company that has a solution that's really good to help them solve that problem? And that's the really keeping things really basic and simple. That's that's how this is gonna go moving yeah. forward. Yeah. So and we're even doing this ourselves by we we are creators. We're this is this is how much we believe in this we are creators building up our audience of you lot because we believe in the value of having an
0: audience that listen to yeah. you and trust you and i guess yeah try and encourage businesses of all sizes not just people with uh millions of pounds and millions of followers that this is a good mm. way to go
1: I Believe Creators of the Future. What's that song?
0: I believe think creators the are the future. future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. I, I sang that on stage in year seven <laughs> at the Margate Winter Gardens. <laughs> Not the creator bit, but you know. Yeah. Children are Future. future. Um, cool. Yeah. Great way to end that episode. Yeah. Anything more to say, Dan?
1: No. I just think if you want to stand out, if you're working in marketing in a company and you want to stand out to your boss then start talking about this stuff because it shows that you actually have an idea about what's going on in the
0: marketing world yes forward them this episode and just say don't listen to the last bit where they told me to forward this to your (laughs) to my boss okay brilliant thanks for listening guys and we'll see See you in your ears next next week. week